0: By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area.
1: It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Hello? shelly brad where are you trying to get a hold of you i'm right here i'm easily to well, get a hold of you, you just, need to be just um, reach I'm across sorry? reach across the console here i am touch me touch me baby touch me in baby. your dreams <laughs> no i'm Tom sawyer where are you
0: i'm trying to if you listen i'm trying to get you on the phone
1: where are you you're supposed to be on i'm
0: here waiting with bated breath for you to hey man i tell you i can
1: can tell it's baited all right smells like raccoon
0: (laughs) (laughs) we didn't have raccoons but do you know we had six squirrel in our attic
1: sick you ate them for dinner
0: yeah, that's thank you, Jesus meat. But um, David had a had an employee. Yeah. And um, he called it thank you. Thank you, Jesus meat because his daddy, they were like a family of I don't know how many. Right. And and their daddy was a
1: preacher. He went out and, and shot so- dinner. Right
0: no they'd be driving along yeah. and they would hit a squirrel yeah. and he'd say and it, it when it bumped over he goes thank you jesus <laughs> they, Why, they'd pull around and get the squirrel
1: and they'd go eat it they would right right i used to do that with with beaver i'm not even going to say one thing about that <laughs> so you're supposed to be on the air with me what happened
0: but I am on the air with you I'm talking to you on my phone
1: it doesn't count fix, well then fix your if you see if you go to FCC roll, fix your face Fcc, FCC 56.352, fifty six dot three fifty two you'll see that it doesn't count when you're on the air when you're on a phone you have to officially be on a voice grade not a voice grade but a broadcast quality loop in order for it to count <laughs>
0: Making me lose my stuff.
1: Oh, Oh, say that again. Uh uh. Oh, I got some new ones this morning. I got some new ones. You ready? And it's not, but this is Shelly. Okay, you ready?
0: Uh huh.
1: This is Shelly number one. These are all new from Shelly.
0: We got turnt last night.
1: I love it when she says that. What? This is.
0: (laughs) We got turnt last night. Yeah,
1: that's Shelly. Okay, then here's Shelly. That is not me. Here's Shelly number two.
0: Next thing I know, we're all dancing up on the
1: kitchen table. (laughs) <laughs> That's Shelly number two. Here's here's Shelly number three. Ugh, I'm binging on my shows, girl. <laughs> here's Shelly number four. I do remember a dude that looked like Abe Lincoln, and I'm pretty sure he had floaties on.
0: <laughs> he had what?
1: I do remember a dude that looked like Abe Lincoln, and I'm pretty sure he had floaties on.
0: <laughs> floaties? Yes. Like the little arm floaties? <laughs> yes funny
1: <laughs> you know where those are who from who is
0: that those... is that
1: the glad lady <laughs> no the not have, the hefty not glad it's, oh, whatever. The, it's hefty the hefty girls those are classic commercials yeah i you know i was bored i didn't have anything to do all weekend you know how i get bored i just sit around and go Boy, wish shows on air with Shelly. Oh, what am I to do? I wish I was on the air with So I went, uh-huh. and got some. That's hep-
0: exactly how you do over the weekend, right. Brad.
1: I don't. I just sit around and do nothing. I mean, <laughs> I do nothing. Yeah,
0: I'll call you. What are you doing? Working?
1: I well. Hey, by the way, what? Boy, there's all sorts of crazy stuff to talk about. We'll talk about some of this stuff in the seven o'clock hour. The banking thing is gotten crazy. How so? Well the 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 second and third largest bank closures in history happened oh, in, I la- heard about that. in the last 72 hours yesterday one of them uh, uh, out of the clear blue they closed down a bank in new york and then the big one on on friday which was this silicon valley bank and it's going to be interesting today because uh, you know there are people that are saying that that today could either be you know, NBD, no big deal, or it could be like a seismic wave. Another because the, the last
0: defecation context, the rotary well,
1: oscillator. The last time we had bank failures was back in two thousand and eight, and before that, it was. Let's back,
0: not even talk about that. because well,
1: that just puts energy towards it. No, 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 no. See, so here's what's here's what what's Gary. Well, we'll talk about it next hour. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay. Um, also. I am the only guy in the United States that did not watch the Oscars last night. And Shelly, I got a feeling you didn't watch either, right?
0: I did not, no. Okay,
1: so you have no idea who won anything, right? Correct. Are we two boring people or what? Because I know people, oh my God, uh, and supposedly Lady Gaga f- fell down on the red carpet. I'm going, okay, I just scanned in some hairlines this morning and, and and she was like, you know, I'm, I'm going like, okay. I You know what? Knowing Lady Gaga, she did it on purpose. You know, she's always, like, out for attention. You know, she re- remember she showed up at one Oscar where she had her meat dress on. Remember that? It was nothing but, like... Yes, I remember s- It was, that. like, steaks. But what there they was-
0: don't talk about is the fact that she went up to Joplin after the tornadoes. Yeah. And she helped, um, like, help them. But they didn't know who she was.
1: Well, see, the interesting... Because inter-
0: she didn't have her makeup and her glam on. See, the interesting thing... So she uh, helped them up there and uh and then went back home and nobody talks about the kind of stuff that that she does
1: I'm glad you say that because she is like a chameleon you know I mean she is she has all these different looks and if you said to me hey when you were at the restaurant last night you know you're at McDonald's eating dinner the lady at the next table was lady Gaga I'd go oh I didn't notice I I'm, I'm telling you she's one of those people that I just don't you know, I, she's almost like there's another one like that that you'd never know, and that's Kim Kardashian. Because she's so slim and trim, you'd never notice that was Kim Kardashian was close to you. You know what I'm
0: saying? No.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyway. you not, but this, okay. Supposedly she fell down on the red carpet last night. We'll talk about that next hour. Tripped over her meat? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was her date. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> That was her date.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, I got a one. DJ and a comedian. Who knew? I
1: got I got one more. Hold on. What happened to it? Uh... Oh, you know what? Hold on. What? I think I lost it. Where did it go? Hold on, man. Hold on. Let me see if this is it.
0: New, like, layer to my brain.
1: No, that's not it.
0: You are so icky.
1: That's not it.
0: One of them goosed me.
1: That's not it. Did
0: you get me off?
1: No, that's not it. Mr. Trouble oh. Never. Oh, you
0: know around. what? I can't play that. I will
1: get in trouble for that one. Yeah, I, you need to take that out yeah, of your record. I already got bar. in trouble one time for that one. Believe it or not, <laughs> I put that up on our on our on our uh, Facebook feed for YouTube, and it got flagged because it has a copyright violation because of the fact that I had no idea that the Mighty Mouse theme was copyrighted by Warner Music Group. True story. Now hold on. A I,
0: yeah, it is true. I I <sighs>
1: Oh, no, 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 hold, hold on. I, I missed it. Hold it, hold on. Let me do it right now. I got to move it over. I forgot to move it over. Okay, here it is. Now I can play it.
0: I wasn't naked, but I have had a person over the head with a frying pan. <laughs> I don't even understand what that was. You didn't hear it? No.
1: I'll try it one more time.
0: I wasn't naked, but I have had a person over the head with a frying pan. Oh, yeah.
1: But, see, yeah, I... Yeah, not
0: one of my finest hours.
1: I started to laugh... And that's why I wanted you to do it again so I wouldn't – so see, I'm at the very end of it. You Listen, that's me starting to laugh at the very end. Are you ready for this? Hold, you listen.
0: always laugh
1: at my stuff. Because it's funny. Okay, here, hold on a minute.
0: <laughs> I wasn't naked, but I have had a person over the head with a frying
1: pan. <laughs> You say the funniest stuff. You do. You say the funniest stuff. You want, I wasn't, here, one more time. Here, let's break down, the, like, hey, grade school kids, let's break down this sentence. Oh, hold on Oh, my. <laughs>
0: I wasn't naked, but I have had a person over the head with a frying
1: pan. Was the subject of the sta- of the sentence naked or frying pan? Which one was frying it? Frying pan. Frying pan. Okay. So naked was what? An adjective or what?
0: I, I don't know. It was an a adverb. reference to something that you said. <laughs>
1: It was because the whole thing came out of the fact. I read a story about some woman, 35 years old, who was quite honestly very attractive woman, broke into a guy's house naked. He wakes up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, wakes up. What's going on? The lady has broken into his kitchen. He goes to try to talk to her. She whacks him over the head with a fly- frying pan. She's naked, and she says, get out of my house. And so he tries to chase her out of the house. He finally gets her out of the kitchen, she tries to break through the kitchen door. He's holding the kitchen door, and she's whacking him in the head with the through the kitchen door. So he grabs his gun and shoots her in the leg. And some people go like, "I can't believe he shot her." I mean, if someone's attacking you with a frying pan, you know, I mean, there are some people who are strong enough, and you know, quite on, off, you know, quite on, honestly, honestly, there are a lot of women who are very strong, especially when you put a frying pan in their head. I mean, I was freakishly strong. For being a woman.
0: You... I'm not anymore, but I surely was. Say that again. Nope.
1: Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but the idea being is that if a kid hits you over the head with a frying pan, you could die. You know what I mean? Yeah. So some people are saying, well, he shouldn't have shot her. Well, he feared for his life. I mean, isn't that grounds for... Discharge of a firearm in in, in like in most states, if, except in California and Portland and 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 Minnesota, you know, there are and say, "Whoa, there's, he should have just stood there and let her hit him." Okay, that's what
0: my ex husband did. What? Just stood there and let me hit him.
1: We're going down this road again. Now the story gets even better. <laughs> any any other little tidbits of that story you want to put in here? No.
0: <laughs> it.
1: Was that Thursday or Friday we talked about that? I don't know. God, it was a classic show. Classic. matter Classic
0: shelter.
1: Matter of fact, I won't, I won't, I shouldn't tell you this, but Bob Pittman called me up over the weekend and said, Brad, we got to have you on one of our stations. I go, Bob, not working for you, buddy. You know Bob Pittman is? Bob it? Pittman? He's the CEO of iHeart. He's the head dude.
0: Uh-huh.
1: He said, he says, he says, the only reason I want you is because of Shelly. If I can't have both of you. I don't want either one of you. Oh, that's so much full of crap!
0: Stop it!
1: He says, "Will you will you bring the BS show to iHeart? We'll put you on our website. Matter of fact, we'll build a studio right next to Bobby Bones." But I have to tell you, Brad, I think you need those Bobby Bones glasses too. Can you can you wear those Bobby Bones glasses for me, Brad? I go, Bob. I I don't know
0: know who Bobby Bones is.
1: Bobby Bones is a DJ who used to be a rock DJ. Matter of fact, years ago he was one of the DJs on on Z1077, and then they turned him into Joe Country. But the problem is, he looks as much country as I look like an opera singer. You know what I mean? He just does, because he's he looks like a city boy because he's wearing those, those. what I don't understand, and you know, on, on men, it's one thing. On women, it's like, I don't get it. He's wearing these great big black framed, like, BCG glasses. You know what I'm talking about? The birth control glasses that guys complain about in the Army.
0: Birth control glasses.
1: We've talked about that before.
0: Oh, well, I don't remember. What is that?
1: That's the name of the glasses the guys gave to the Army. They called them BCG, birth control glasses, because when you wear those glasses, no woman's coming near you. Get it? Birth control. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's...
0: I don't remember that, but <laughs> that's pretty
1: fun. That, honest to God, if you lo- go look it up, if you go on the <laughs> on the Internet and you look up BCG glasses, you'll see all the stories about. And they changed them. But it was the government issued when you went to the army and you the had- The black
0: rims. Yes,
1: but they were like thick black rims. But yeah. there's a farmer's commercial on TV. I think I actually did a- it's on in the internet too. And I think I did a screenshot of it, of a woman. You know, they had- what's the dude's name? I couldn't remember. J.D. something or J.D. Salinger. You, Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. That's right. J.K. Simmons. And he's in the, all, all the farmer's insurance company ads. And there's this is one where he's standing in front of this, in this lady's house in this great big monstrous picture window. And she's wearing the ugliest glasses I have ever seen on any woman. Where, it, like, the frames are like an inch, you know, inch diameter. I'm going, like, why would you wear glasses like that? It makes you look like some kind of a creature from the Black Lagoon or something like that. And so Paul, it's in style now. Oh, it's in style. I don't get it. You know?
0: you know I wear those kind of glasses, right? Sunglasses.
1: Once again, it's a little bit different when they're sunglasses. So with sunglasses, you can be a little bit off the chain, so to speak. You know what I mean? But with glasses, glasses, no, sorry. Especially women. It. Like, remember I told you that gal on, on Fox News used to be on MTV or VH1, Kennedy? She wears some of those glasses. There's one night when I saw a little clip of her like on the Internet, and I thought to myself, Kennedy, you're an attractive woman. Are you trying to keep the guys away from you? Are you trying to repel? You know, your, are you trying to ruin your attractiveness by putting on those goofy, stupid glasses? And you know what she said?
0: Don't worry about it.
1: Well, I got you, Brad.
0: Aww. that's
1: what she said. Okay, is we, that what she said? That's what she said. Okay, we have.
0: I can see her saying that.
1: We have to take a break. It is 6.33. It is BS.show539. You ever done that before? You ever just walked up some guy and kissed him? I have. Wow. Were you drunk at the time?
0: No. Actually, it was more like he kissed me.
1: I had that happen to me on Main Street in St. Charles. I've told that story before.
0: I, you you have told me that story. <laughs> Tell everybody else. It's fun. I'm just walking down
1: Main Street in St. Charles and a group of like three or four women walking the opposite direction, probably like half my age, and one lady just comes up and just grabs me by the shoulders and just lays a big kiss right on my lips. And the other three girls went, <laughs> and just walked off. I was <laughs> like, okay, what was that?
0: <laughs> it's a drive-by kissing.
1: Now, see... The interesting part of that is if the story would have been exact exact opposite, if that would have been a dude, if I would have done that, I would be in jail.
0: That's true. You
1: know, So women have advantages that men don't.
0: When I had the cab company, I would sit there and I would drive the cab because that's one of the things you have to do is you have to do what you need to do with your business to keep it afloat and mine was driving the cab. So I was going to get I had uniforms, so I had this black skirt and a royal blue top with air flight cab metro division on it. Anyway, that doesn't really matter. What the point is, is that I was getting out of my car, parked in front of this uh, convenience store, and this guy comes out and and literally comes, comes towards me, and he was like bent down to kiss me, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. No. And he's like... No,
1: that's not what happened. The guy Yeah, came over, it is. No, the guy came over to kiss you, and you said...
0: I wasn't naked, <laughs> but I have had a person over the head with a frying pan.
1: That's what happened.
0: No, that's actually not what that's happened. That's not what happened. Okay. He thought that we... Because we had both been in the convenience store together, you know, and he thought that we literally had a thing, like a moment with each other. And it was going to be this grand because he actually called me back.
1: Whoa, oh, he called. How did you know your phone number?
0: Because I was driving a cab with the number on it.
1: Well, how did he get a hold of you? Did you answer the phone?
0: No, I didn't. My assistant did.
1: And she said, Shelly, some guy who just kissed you at the convenience store just called on the phone. Yes, that's
0: what <laughs> she said.
1: <laughs> just like that? <laughs>
0: Pretty much.
1: <laughs> was he calling to apologize? He was. Wow. Wow. You know. I didn't
0: get his name, he didn't get my name. It was just
1: Oh you know what? What? I know who that was. Who? There was a report of this. What 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 year was this like back in the in the eighties or nineties? No. When with two thousands?
0: No, my daddy was passed by then. Seventies? No. When, when was this it? this was 70s um, 80s
1: 90s 2000 to Yeah, it's
0: probably the 90s okay it was in the 90s
1: you know who that was who Alec Baldwin ah no
0: he, he
1: was, was in he was in a in town doing a new movie and he was doing he was do, practicing he had to kiss a bunch of women in a movie so he decided just he was this is a true story they brought him into town and they say Alec you're so <laughs> you're a good looking <laughs> guy just go kiss women and okay fine he went and kissed women. That's all he did. He did it like for three days. And, matter of fact, when that happened, it was in St. Charles, right? It was. Yeah. Well, that At O'Fallon, was.
0: O'Fallon, actually. Well,
1: they, they put him out in St. Charles County because they said, hey, those St. Charles County people, those people are chill. They're not going to mind. The women in St. Charles County are chill. You try that in Ledoux, you're going to be in the, in the, in the who's cow, you know? But St. Charles County, women are like, oh, hi. Give me a kiss. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's do it again. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) What am I saying? Anyway,
0: that was my little story.
1: Oh, I loved it. (laughs) I'm sure you did. Matter of fact, one of our listeners just called in and told the true story. What happened that night?
0: We got turned. That's what she said.
1: That's what she said.
0: Uh, Actually, it was during the day. (laughs) And hold
1: hold it! Another woman coming out. She said. She said. I do remember a dude that looked like Abe Lincoln, and I'm pretty sure he had floaties on. (laughs) Was that it? So
0: funny. (laughs) So so funny. (laughs) Like bae. I said to my bae.
1: The best part of those commercials is they dress the women and make them look like June Cleaver. You know, like your average mom in her kitchen or something like that. The one lady's in her bathroom, in her bedroom, folding laundry on her bed. And I'm thinking to myself, this is so funny. You know, it's like, it's like, you see, you know like uh, well, I won't say it. I'll get myself in trouble for saying that. You probably will. Yeah, I don't want to say that. Okay. We have to take a break. Hey, Shelly, what time does your computer say it is?
0: 6:44. I
1: thought you said it was said it was 7:44. I thought it was an hour I ahead. I just fixed it. Oh, you fixed the break. it. Okay. <laughs> but Shelly, because
0: I would be saying the wrong wrong uh time all day.
1: Only Shelly's computer would go ahead two hours, right? Not one, but two hours. That's Shelly's computer.
0: I mean seriously, another computer did that too.
1: She doesn't screw around with she doesn't screw around with just regular daylight savings time. She does daylight savings time times two, right? I do. <laughs> oh, so
0: there's a clock that's in David's room. Yeah. That's supposed to be you know sync up. Right. It I couldn't get it to sync up. And there are no buttons to change the time.
1: Oh, well, there's another good one. I got to keep that one, okay? It's 6:45.
0: You're killing me, Smalls. It is
1: BS dot show. I'm Shelly, she's Brad. Together we make BS. One of my favorite old uh, naughty songs. Oh, actually, I think that was a 90s song. I think no, hold it. It was a it was a naughty song. That is lit on worst enemy. What a great song that is and a bizarre weird strange video, which makes no sense whatsoever, but it's still a great video. The four guys dress up as a bowling team and they go bowling and they can't do anything other than strikes. It's pretty interesting. Strike after strike after strike.
0: Yeah, I do strikes, but mine's are strike out. Strike out this, strike out that. And I want to say something. Go ahead. You know, hold on.
1: You want to say something? Go, go, go right ahead. Shelly, okay. go, go right ahead.
0: We got turnt last night.
1: Wow, and you said okay. you were at
0: home. <laughs> um. Anyway, I do so remember a dude you know that looked like Abe Lincoln, of, and I'm pretty sure we're he not had floaties really... on.
1: Okay, sorry, you're somebody else was talking. Your 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 alter ego is talking. Now we'll go ahead now. <laughs> go ahead.
0: Are you going to sit there and still play?
1: No, I'm done.
0: Okay. Anyway, uh huh. <laughs> so. Is you gonna... need to take care of yourself as you're growing up. Right. Because then when you get 60, 61, right. 59, right. you're stuck with what you got.
1: Wow. Shelly, is this is this Confucius say
0: No, this is this is the truth. Okay. I uh went to a um a cosmetic surgeon. Mm hmm. And because I'm so sick, he has reservations about doing any work on me. And I said, so I'm stuck with this. <laughs> and and one of the doctors pretty much said, yes. I don't know if I feel comfortable in doing that particular procedure on you. And I don't know if I feel comfortable doing that. You definitely I won't do a facelift on you. It's too invasive.
1: You know, I had the same problem.
0: <laughs> um, of course you did. I did. I'm being serious.
1: Oh, I am too. I, I mean,
0: my mine is, my thing is, they need to be stronger about telling people to take care of themselves. Yeah. Because when they get to a certain age, like, I don't know, 59, there's nothing that they can do for you.
1: Well, here let me. I, I almost the exact same thing happened to me. I also went to a cosmetic surgeon, and You're I said, "You're making
0: fun of me, aren't you?" I'm not. I will throat punch you when I see you.
1: Today. <laughs> I, I went to a cosmetic surgeon, and I said, "Doc, is there anything you can do for me?" And he says, "No, we can't do anything because of your Henway." I said, "What's a Henway?" And he says, "About three pounds."
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I want—is somebody to tell stupid jokes over while they have my guts played wide open.
1: No. So, well, but but Shelly, put your, put yourself... Can, can I tell you an interesting story that happened to me? Sure. That sort of parallels... It doesn't necessarily parallel what you have, but it sort of tells the same story, okay? Okay. When I was a young man, and believe it or not, once upon a time I was, in my late teens and early 20s, I was in bad shape. I was sick all the time, all the time. And to the point where... I would sometimes be sick for like two weeks. Couldn't leave the house for like two weeks. Literally. Was like in very bad shape. Ended up going to the Mayo Clinic. Do you know why I ended up going to the Mayo Clinic? No. Because nobody here in St. Louis could help me. And at one point in time, and I needed surgery. And at one point in time, a doctor had been going to, when I got ended up in the hospital for like three or four days, the doctor came in and I said, you can't do surgery on me? And his comment was, my malpractice insurance is too high. I don't want to touch you. That's what he told me. Okay, so I ended up going to the mail clinic. So the reason doctors would say things like that to you is because they don't want to be sued. Not that they don't like you. Not That's you're not,
0: not the vibe I got from this man.
1: I'm telling you, it's a it's a it's a lawsuit thing. You know, ask any doctor about you know lawsuits and things like that. They'll tell you they have to be very careful what they say, what they do, because Brown and Croupin or or Jim Onder or somebody like that, or you know, like or
0: Brown and
1: Brown and Brown or you know, I mean, you know, once again, you 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 know, things don't work out, you know, and and unfortunately, a lot of attorneys know that rather than endure a long trial, you know, it at looks at the insurance companies, a lot of times, you know, I mean, let's be honest. If you know anything about the law, the last thing any attorney wants is a trial. They don't want a trial because they got to prepare for it. It may take days or weeks or in some cases months. What was the, what was the, uh, the, the uh, Alec, what's his name, Murdaugh trial took what, six weeks, you know, month and a half. You know, they don't want that. They want, hey, you know what, you're suing me for, I know you're suing me for 22 million, but uh, my insurance company says we can settle for 1.5. Make it $1.75. We're a 1.75 word deal. Okay, deal. That's what they want. So they don't want to, you know, they don't want to get in any trouble. And quite honestly I basically don't
0: want any money. I want
1: they don't the
0: procedures done.
1: It doesn't matter. Even if you sign a an agreement that say, you know, I totally understand that, you know, because of my pre existing condition if they perform this cosmetic surgery, I mean, may, I may die on the operating table. It doesn't matter because then that's they'll with say. with anything. Well, but then they'll come and say, well, she was under duress when she saw, signed that. Or, or she was—she had too many little Debbies and her mind was not thinking straight. <laughs> you, know, you know, they'll come up with some crazy, stupid thing. You know, that's just the way it is. And you know what? Quite honestly, I don't blame them. You know, if I were a doctor nowadays, you know, i it's just to the point where like, there's certain pa- you know, patients. I would say, you know what? You're a nice person, but I think you need to go see another doctor. I don't think I'm your doctor, you know. Telling I'm me.
0: surprised I haven't had more of that.
1: <laughs> well, but but see,
0: I am really. <laughs>
1: see, it's one of those things where I, you know, but maybe. But look at it this way. Maybe the doctor is ultimately looking out for your health. Maybe he knows that if whatever little procedure he's going to do on you could be complicated. you know. Well, you, it could. You hear these bizarre stories about, I mean, you know, like my dad died of, you know, my dad had his leg amputated, okay? And my dad was doing great in, to the point where they were going to release him. Like he was in the hospital for like three weeks or something like that. And, yeah. and they were going to release him on a Monday. He died on a Sunday. He got some crazy weird infection from being in the hospital. You know, and it wasn't.
0: That doesn't surprise. It me.
1: wasn't anything to do with his. It was you know with his health or anything like that. My dad had a bad heart, had a pacemaker, all that kind of stuff. He was diabetic. Bang, you know, one day he's great, the next minute he's dead. Some crazy weird infection got him, and it was caused something in a hospital. You know, once again, hospitals, doctors. I do my best to steer clear of them. I don't want anything to do with them, to be honest with you. Matter of fact, last time I ended up when that I don't know if I told you the story when I got hit by the tractor trailer. Uh-huh. When, when the ambulance people took me to to the to the uh, to the hospital, and they, you know, I was on the backboard. They had strapped to the backboard, and when they released the straps, I got up and ran out of the hospital. And one of I'm the nurse, sure you did, one of the nurses came and tackled me in the parking lot and pulled me back in by my hair. And she goes, uh-huh. "Hey, once you come, once you break that threshold of the door, of the emergency room, you're ours, buddy." Like, okay, okay, okay.
0: That's true. <laughs> that really is true. Stop it. <laughs> well, you're making fun of me now quit. I'm not
1: making fun of you. I'm saying you're saying the doctor's the bad guy. I say the doctor may be the good guy.
0: I'm not doubting his his um you know, he came very highly recommended by somebody that I admired
1: greatly. Oh, those are the ones you gotta watch out for because they're probably getting a kickback. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's not the
1: point. The doctor says the hey, point being. Hey, thanks for thanks for referring me that that Shelly Bar. But you know what? I don't owe you any money because I can't help her.
0: I don't even know what to say, Brad. <laughs> Never mind. Oh look, six fifty nine.
1: Are you trying to snake out of this? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs>
0: no, it's really six fifty
1: nine. Oh, yeah, but it's six fifty nine thirty. We got another twenty nine seconds. Oh. Well, you know what. Just for what? you, early, 6.59. It is BS show. Thanks. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we make BS. It's 7.06, and it is Monday morning. And you know what? We need to address this. What's that? The banking crisis.
0: We need to address a lot of things.
1: No, seriously, the banking crisis. I, I know. If let, let, me, let me give get a little background first. A bank in California called the Silicon Valley Bank, otherwise known as SVB, was taken over by the government on... Friday. The bank essentially failed. And part of the reason was, just like in It's a Wonderful Life, there was a run on the bank. Everybody took their money out of the bank. Now, here's an interesting side note that unless you're like a big monster company, you don't even think about this. If you go to the bank, there's probably little signs that say, we're insured by the FDIC. Your account is insured by the FDIC, okay? Yeah,
0: or the NCUA is your if it's, credit union.
1: If it's a credit union, exactly, okay? The FDIC, and it used to be that they insured each account to $100,000. They bumped it up to a quarter million. It's now $250,000. Oh, really? Yeah, it's $250,000 now. Did not know
0: that. To
1: the average person who will never have anything close to $250,000 in their checking account, it's no big deal, Right. But if you're a big monster company and you've got a payroll and let's say one payroll is a couple million dollars, you know, one, you know, you're paying all your, your employees on Friday and you got 10 million in the bank and you got to make that payroll. And all of a sudden your bank closes, what do you do? Now, the interesting thing is over the weekend, there's been speculation that like, if you're like a big company and this is the Silicon Valley bank is out there in Silicon Valley, Lots of money in that bank. Lots of big companies in the bank. Matter of fact, there's it's it's been a f- bank that's very friendly to the internet startups. I believe uh, that at one point in time, uh, a lot of these companies that were started up by a couple of these uh, different uh, what do they call them um, entrepreneurial ventures, or are are what's it called incubators, uh, business incubators, companies like Uber, companies like uh, you know Airbnb their bank accounts are in the Silicon Valley Bank. So let's say they've got $10 and $12 million in there, and all of a sudden, the bank closes, and the FDIC says, hey, don't worry, your account's insured for $250,000, but I've got $10 million in the bank. Oh, well, don't worry, we'll give you $250,000. And a lot of the payrolls out in California, they weren't able to make their payrolls because of the fact their bank closed. Now, over the weekend... The government swooped in and said, "Hey, don't worry. We'll make if you got money in the bank, we'll make sure you got you we'll get your money back." Now, how are they doing that? Are they just printing more money? Probably. Now, and also over the weekend, out of the clear blue, it happened last night because I was watching this last night. I was watching the news, you know, on on the internet. I'm going like, "Holy cow!" They closed another bank. This Who's one, I be- that? the federal government, they closed another bank called Signature Bank, and I believe this one is in New York. Now. What's going to be really interesting, the smartest woman in the world reminded me that supposedly President Biden is going to be making a special speech this morning. Hey, don't worry. Things are under control. The problem with that is that I I told this story one time before. One of my banks, the president of the bank told me a story that back in 2008, 2009, when the economy started falling, falling apart with the with the, you know, the, the home loan crisis and all that kind of stuff, and we went into the toilet back in 2008, 9, 7, whatever you want to call it, 7, 8, 9, 10, that one day a guy showed up at his bank and said to the teller, I would like to close my account. And she looks at the account, and the guy has like $350,000 in the account. And she says, sir, how would you like that money? And he says, in cash. True story. And the teller says, hold on a minute. I need to get to my supervisor. So she gets her supervisor. Supervisor gets her supervisor. That supervisor gets her supervisor. Pretty soon, the president of the bank has the guy in his office and says, sir, um, we don't have that much money in the bank. He says, well, my account says it's here. Well, it's not in cash. We don't have that much money in cash. I want my money. So the next day, an armored car arrived. (laughs) <laughs> with with three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash, the guy shows up at the bank, they give him a big old box of money, and a guy leaves. And essentially the same thing happened to this to this Silicon Valley bank. Not not people were showing up with like boxes and saying, Hey, fill this box with money. But supposedly last Thursday or Friday, uh, I think it was Wednesday, started Wednesday, people were, were closing out their accounts and I think the number was Within the course of 48 hours, like $42 billion was taken out of the bank. The, gotcha. bank. the bank has like this huge, it was a huge bank. was the 13th largest, 13th or 16th, I can't remember which one, 13th or 16th largest bank in the country. And it collapsed. Now, part of it was due to the fact that, guess what? The internet. Because people started putting things on the internet. Oh, SVB's in trouble, SVB's in trouble. And once again, words have meanings and the problem with the internet is it's to the point where it's like throwing gasoline on a fire you know what i mean to the point where if somebody posts on xyz company is going out of business and they're not going to announce this till next week but they started marking down all their stuff 60 70 80% off i think it's a, a, you know the sale's not supposed to start till tomorrow but if you go in there today the stuff's already knocked you know knocked you know uh, the prices are already knocked down people are going to flood the place oh we're going to abc store you know what i'm saying i do so i'm going to make this announcement right now this is our last show ever of the bs show so if you want to have your friends and your relatives and your kids and everybody else listen to the last BS show. Call them right now. Send them a text. Put a, a note on the internet that this is the last show and we'll have huge ratings this morning. Shelly, what do you think?
0: So why is it going to be the last show?
1: Because we want huge ratings and we're just kidding and we're just going to get people into it internet frenzy and people are going to go, oh my God, wait, 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 I got to tell my my mom it's the last day to listen to the BS show live. And so everybody listened to us. Then, tomorrow we'll go, ha hey, ha, hey, you. <laughs> it was a joke. And nah, now, nah, boo boo, <laughs> stick your head in doo doo. We were just kidding. No, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens when the uh, stock market opens, because supposedly there are several bank companies, bank holding companies, that are traded in the stock market. And that's part of the problem: is this SVB, SVB bank, their stock, their price collapsed. Like in one day, I think like last week, I can't remember what days it was. Maybe it was Wednesday or Thursday, it went down 60%. And then the next day it went down another 60%. And then finally on Friday, they halted the trading of that stock and the New York Stock Exchange and a couple other banks as well too because the, as, as, as we say, the contagion was spreading amongst – the uh, bank stocks where people are going like, well, if ABC Bank's going to go out of business, DEF Bank's probably not too far behind it. Get your money out of there. Sell your stock. And see, that's the sad part of it is. You go back, to, go back and watch It's a Wonderful Life and to a certain extent if you know the scene I'm talking about where, where Mr. Potter essentially tells everybody that George's bank, the George's savings and loan is going to go out of business and everybody shows up for their money. And George is going, hey, please, hey, you know, and and one lady, she goes, I want my money right now, and George says, says, your money's in so and so's house, in so and so's house, and so and so's house. That's and especially with the savings and loan, that's how the savings the SNLs work. And what's crazy about it is, if you know the banking system, I know enough to be you know somewhat dangerous there's thing called fractional lending where when a bank lends you like let's say you go to a bank and they lend you $100,000 they're not really lending you $100,000 of their money they're lending you a portion of that $100,000 the majority of that money comes from the fed did you know that I did not yes it's fra- it's it's the way the, the the and that's how the bank work and they call they there's a thing called called the it's believe it or not they call it the overnight window or something like that where banks that are all of a sudden may have some liquidity problems. They can go to the Fed and say, hey, uh, we're a little bit short on cash. Can you lend us $40 million? And the Fed says, yeah, sure. Bang, it's in your account. There you go. <laughs> Which you'll be able to like to do that. Go up to somebody's, it's not technically a window, but I think at one point in time it was. I think that's the way they call it. It's, it's, I don't know, it's a term fart. The smartest woman in the world, hopefully will text me. There's a term fart that the Fed has this thing called the so-and-so window, and at one point in time, it used to literally be a window in an office building someplace in D.C. Might be, might have been at the Federal Reserve or something like that, where there literally was a window where the bankers would walk up to this window and say, hey, we need $42 million. Can you lend us $42 million? Well, you know, when are you going to pay that back? We'll have it to you by a week from Thursday. Okay, fine. Here's $42 million. Bang, it's in your account. So okay, for the majority of us, we don't have to worry about a bank going under because now nah, I speak for myself. I've never had $250,000 in the bank. Never had it in my life. And probably the way my life's going lately, <laughs> never will. Man, I'm happy when my bank's ba- bank balance is $250. Woohoo! I got $250
0: in my bank account. Woohoo! You know
1: what I'm saying? I do. And by the way, it's like we're talking about stuff like that. I have something that. I have I, I'm gonna ask you financial experts especially people there who deal with people in their credit ratings and stuff like that I have because this was a thing that I adopted years ago with with Clark Howard when he used to be on our AM station I have that thing on my phone called uh, what is it now my mind's gone blank Credit it's called, karma
0: uh, hang up or delete
1: Credit karma okay?
0: You have Credit Karma? Yes. Their app?
1: Yes, I have their app. Okay. And two weeks ago, in one day, this is the thing that's crazy about it. I'll look at it again. Hold on. Somebody's texting me. That's the smartest woman. It's called Discount Window. Yes. Discount Window is, is – she's so smart. Discount Window is bank's way of using a payday lender. So in other words, if, if a bank becomes illiquid – they go to the Fed's discount window, and the Fed lends them money. And smartest woman in the world, back me up on this. I believe the reason they call it a discount window is because, like I said before, there used to be a window in the Fed someplace in, in D.C. where you would literally show up at this window if you were a banker and say, hey, I need you know, I need some money. And the, the person in the window says, well, how much do you need? So essentially what it is, it's like she puts it so well. What a great way to – discount window is a bank's way of using a payday lender. A payday lender is when you go to them and they charge you 96% interest and they get your, thir, your third son and your second daughter and your car and your dog and your cat and stuff like that.
0: I thought they couldn't get your car or your primary home.
1: Well, the payday lenders, a lot of them, you know, you see the ones the title loans. That's what they do. They, they, loan, you know, they loan you money they on your car. They take the note. Well, no, they take your title. You sign your title of your car over to them. Like, let's say you need 1000 bucks. You have a $10,000 car. You have a clear title on it. You sign your title over to that. And if you don't pay them back, guess what? They come get your car because it's theirs now because you signed the title over to them. So your $1,000 car ended up costing you $10,000 because your car's gone. And there's nothing you can do about it because of the fact that you agreed to it. See, that's the goofy thing like with foreclosures. Like, let's say you, your house is in foreclosure. And you, and let's say it's a four hundred thousand dollar house, and you only owe ten thousand dollars, the bank's going to foreclose on the whole house, and they're going to take they're going to take the house and sell it, and they're going to sell it for three hundred thousand dollars, and they're and they're going to come up with two hundred eighty thousand dollars or two hundred ninety thousand dollars that's theirs, and you 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 lose your house over ten thousand dollars. Same thing like with the payday lenders. If you have like you know it gets even worse if you have like a twenty or thirty thousand dollar car, you need ten grand in a hurry, you default on the loan, they get a thirty thousand dollar car. Mr Mr repo guy comes and picks it up and away it goes and they sometimes send it to the auction they take it to a dealer or they can just buy it themselves they can just you know say hey I like that car I'm gonna, I'm going to keep it myself and it's their car So it's going to be interesting to see what happens this morning when the stock market opens and it's from what uh, from what I'm trying to see if I can see what time it's supposed Are to every,
0: be Is everybody like waiting with bated breath on the opening
1: Well the average joe and josephine is probably you know probably could care less about it you know uh, you know life goes on because you know there goes what's what's going to bother me i got 500 in the bank you know are some of them are going to say i hope my bank goes out of business they've been nasty to me you know if they foreclosed on somebody you know people are going like i hope that bank does go under i hope they i hope
0: i've, I've been with my credit union since 1986 yeah yeah
1: and they did they loan you lots of money do they they've,
0: have? They they really have. They've. Uh,
1: do they have a dis, Do they have a discount window where you can walk up and say, "Hey, I need ten million dollars."
0: No, no. <laughs> I don't need ten million
1: dollars. Wouldn't I that could be do nice? One that would. Wouldn't it be nice if you could walk uh-huh. in your bank and say, "Hey, can I have a million dollars?" Sure, sure, Miss Barr. Here's a million dollars. Now, when are you gonna repay that? Uh, sometime next century. <laughs> well, you'll be dead by then. Well. Tough luck for you, right? Um, No, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, when the stock market opens, uh, you know, this morning, and it's supposedly Biden's going to be making a nationwide address. You know, now keep in mind, this is the interesting thing. Here's what's sort of interesting about this whole, you know who Jim Cramer is? I do not. He's this crazy guy that's been like the stock market guru. I think he does a show on CNBC or CNN or I don't know, one of those. He's like this crazy guy. He talks like this. He's one of these guys. He's yelling and screaming. He's That's, that's Jim Cramer, okay? Last month, Jim Cramer. Matter of fact, I saw this over the weekend. Last month, Jim Cramer you know what you say comes back to haunt you in the current True. In- internet uh, current internet stage of life because of the fact that somebody somewhere has it recorded what you said and with him yes. you know his shows on tv and the whole bit he said if you want a great stock go buy svp bank which is now essentially the stock is worthless it went to zero, you know, so in other words, if you took Jim Cramer's advice last month, oh, Jim Cramer says buy SVB stock, I'm not kidding, you go look it up, there's also, matter of fact, I can just type in, I can just type in, well here, I'll show you that people don't believe what I'm saying, I'm just going to type in SVB Jim Cramer, K-R-A-M-E-R on the old Google machine, there it is right there, yeah, (laughs) here's the title, two days ago, CNBC's Jim Cramer eviscerated for touting Silicon Valley Bank weeks before. Here's the story. Um, CNBC's Mad Money host Jim Cramer is being shredded across social media after footage resurfaced of him urging viewers in February, which is last month, to invest in Silicon Valley Bank. SVB has been the 16th largest bank in the United States and was connected to a number of Silicon Valley industries and startups. The closure of the bank was announced by the federal FDIC, uh, making it the the worst U.S. financial institution failure in nearly 15 years. Upon the news of SVB's collapse, a clip went viral of Kramer in February speaking positively about the bank in a list of the biggest winners of 2023 so far. He says, the the ninth best performer here today is SVB Financial. Don't yawn, he told his viewers. This company is a merchant bank with a deposit base that Wall Street has been mistakenly concerned about. He suggested in the same clip that while the stock's recovery a 40% rally at the time from last year may have been a lackluster, quote, it's a good example why these bounce-back moves might be far from over. These stocks will have more room to run, especially if you think they were driven down to artificially low levels. Thanks, Jim Cramer. Can you imagine somebody watching a TV show? Oh, Jim Cramer says, you know, Buys SVB stock, and they, you know, hey, you know, hey, Charles Schwab, yeah, uh, give me a hundred thousand shares of SVB Bank. Well, sir, that's that's so many million. I don't care, hundred thousand shares. Give me that stock. Okay, thanks. Bunk, worthless today. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah, you, you, there's people crying. I'm sure. Well,
1: see, and you know what? And you're right. And there are people. You ask me what's going to happen this morning. For most people, life goes on. You know. You'll still be able to drive through the McDonald's drive-through. White Castle will still be making those tasty burgers. You know, I mean, you know, Walmart will still be there, and you can watch the people in in the unbelievable get-ups that they go to Walmart in. You know, you can still go to the car wash, and and you know, I mean, matter of fact, in St. Charles County, all you have to do is drive. Every three hundred feet now, and you can get your car wash in St. Charles County. You just get on Mid Rivers Mall Drive and you turn out of one, and you go yes, three hundred feet, and yes, there's another you one. You go down another three hundred feet, and I'm there's another one. I'm still
0: to get uh, Martian Car Wash on our books because I think that they deserve to be have have some help getting their business.
1: I believe that's the only one left. You know, he sold yes. that guy that owned Martian Car Wash sold the rest of them off to a Club, and I believe yes. the one there in Mid Rivers is the only Martian one left.
0: Yes, and it's privately owned.
1: Yeah, and you know what? And
0: they're lovely.
1: Do you know how you know you can tell the guys, the, they're two owners of Martian Car Wash? You know what I can tell them? Why? They got these antennas sticking on their heads. That's how you know that's those two guys that owns the Martian Car Wash.
0: Is that like Van Ariel disease?
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, 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 oh,
1: Next thing I know, we're all dancing up on the kitchen table. Ugh, I'm binging on my shows, girl. I do remember a dude that looked like Abe Lincoln, and I'm pretty sure he had floaties on. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Hilarious.
1: <laughs> and there's a classic one, which is...
0: I wasn't naked, but I have had a person over the head with a frying pan. Ooh. Thank you for capturing that and playing it over and over and over again.
1: <laughs> you know what, Shelly? What? It's just like money in the bank. It's just like money in the bank. It's all the How so? I don't know. It's 720. it gets you nowhere. It's 726.
0: Huh.
1: Did you look? Did you look, Shelly?
0: I totally peaked. Okay.
1: Um, you know what? I've been corrected by someone, and they're exactly right. I have this problem. I have a couple words I have issues with. And one of them, actually, there's two words, and it's one, to me, I say it the same way. This is what Mike Otten wrote. He said, you were saying it was Silicon Valley Bank. It was Silicon Valley Bank. Silicon Valley is two hills away. Think about that for a minute. (laughs) You get it?
0: Yes. (laughs) I do.
1: I stand corrected. It's Silicon, not silicone. Silicone is the stuff you spread out of a can, or the stuff that get women implanted in their breasts. Silicon is the stuff that they make transistors and integrated circuits and microprocessors out of, which I believe they used to make out there in um, um, O'Fallon. Was that MEMC? I don't know if they're still out there or not. That's where they, you know, you know where MEMC is? I do not. It was right there. If you get on, uh, if you get off, you go north on 79 and you make a right on Salt River and you make a left on whatever it is. I don't know, can't remember what the name of that street is. It turns into Tom Geneva, Silicon, not, not not M E M C used to be back there. They make silicon wafers for computers and stuff like that. I don't know if they're still there or not. It used to be a big company. Big monster company. Matter of fact, these talk about it all the time in the stock market reports. Maybe it's gone. Maybe it got bought out by something. Probably bought out by the Chinese. That's probably who owns it now. Anyway, I have a <laughs> problem with that. Nice. Now, I'm gonna give you another one I have a problem with that people make fun of me when I say this. R O B O T. Say that for me. R O B O T. Robert. No, R-O-B-O-T.
0: Oh, robot. Yeah. What's the problem?
1: I say robot.
0: Well, you're wrong.
1: I know. And I can't. It's one of those things where. How I, do you say. Go ahead.
0: Where KSLQ is at. What's what's that city?
1: Washington.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you mean.
0: Washington.
1: Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Washington. Yeah. Yeah
0: yes 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 washington
1: my well i won't tell that story because she'll get mad at me anyway i won't tell that story
0: okay well then don't
1: one of my family members if i if i called her out you're they're...
0: gonna tell the story anyway no i'm you? not
1: i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna be a good boy i'm gonna bite my tongue anyway i'm reading the stuff this morning that talks about that matter of fact if you go there's if you go on any of the news sites um duh, 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 Uh, Stock market news, Silicon Valley Bank latest stock steady after emergency plan Bitcoin rises. And supposedly, I'm trying to see when President Biden's supposed to make his speech this morning. Um, They talk about there's a bank called First Republic Bank. We don't have it in our area, but they're talking about that.
0: Those uh, are big in the, like, Springfield.
1: First Republic Bank? Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: Supposedly. It's not... They're saying that, uh, I'll read you the first sentence of the paragraph, the first paragraph of the story. It says, First Republic bank investors are scrambling with the shares down double digits despite the Sunday night emergency backstop for Silicon Valley Bank depositors and the closing of Signature Bank. Monday morning, its executive team attempted to ease fears of a crunch. Jim Herbert, founder and executive chairman, and Mike Roffler, CEO and president of First Republic Bank, said, quote, First Republic's capital and liquidity positions are very strong, blah, 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 blah. They're saying no big deal. I'm trying to see when... When President Biden's supposed to peak speak this morning. uh Pfizer on Monday announced it will acquire biotech biotechnology company Sagan in a deal valued at forty three billion to boost its portfolio of cancer treatments, blah, 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 blah. That's not necessarily it's this is all stock market stuff. Kids retailer camp and coffee company Compass Coffee are among businesses affected by the shutdown of Silicon Valley Bank. Camp wrote Friday on Instagram that quote its bank got shut down by regulators. it was offering forty percent discounts on products online warned customers. Um, customers use a special code, all sorts of crazy stuff. The world's just weird.
0: It really is weird.
1: <laughs> Matter of fact. It really is. Here, here's, I mean, here's, here's, people <laughs> are doing, st-
0: which they don't surprise me. Nothing that people do surprises me at all. Okay. This, com- this
1: company called Compass Coffee, kids retailer, camp and, uh, and, and, Camp and Comp and Coffee Company, Compass Coffee. Anyway, Camp wrote Friday on its in- Instagram bank got shut down, and it says, "We're we're asking that you run, don't walk to our bank run sale." The company wrote on Instagram, forty oh, percent off. On their, you have to put the 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 the. the, the, the the, the coupon code, the promo code was Bankrun, B-A-N-K-R-U-N. At least they uh-huh. – <laughs> and Aww. said he said the Compass Coffee's payroll provider was severely impacted by the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank with the coffee company learning its payroll was not processed by the bank's plan this week. So, see, there are people that work for those companies, and if you get direct deposit, you know, all of a sudden – guess what you're counting on direct deposit you know you wrote that check this morning and you, you made your car payment and and you're expecting that direct deposit to hit and it doesn't and what do you do then oh my god there's no direct deposit see that's what that's how this thing cascades down is that you know everything happens like that okay change the subject Oscars last night okay okay remember how I'm talking about the goofy stupid glasses yeah Brendan Fraser or Fraser, however you pronounce it. Which He's, you
0: don't hear about him anymore.
1: He won the best actor. For? This movie called The Whale. Have you ever heard of this? See, that's what's interesting. No, I haven't. That's what's interesting about the Academy Awards lately. The movies that win are like, I don't have no idea what that movie is. Matter of fact, here's the whole list, okay? And, and I'm going to risk the best picture, everything, everywhere, all at once. Have you ever seen that picture? Have you ever heard of that picture before? Have you? What picture? Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's the name of the picture. That's Best Picture. Have you ever heard no, of
0: that? No, I have not.
1: Okay. Best Actor, Brendan Fraser, The Whale. Have you ever heard of that movie before?
0: I have not. But I can imagine how good it is because Brendan Fraser is a very talented actor.
1: But he's on the red carpet in his BCGs. He's got his birth control glasses on and He looks like a doofus. I'm sorry, Men and women, don't wear those stupid-looking glasses, okay? Best Actress...
0: I just got mine yesterday, Brad.
1: Best Actress, Michelle Yeoh. I guess how you spell it. A-Y-E-H-O. No, Y-E-O-H. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Best Supporting Actor, Ku Hung Kwan, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Best Supporting Actress, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Best an- Animated Series, Shelley's on the Radio with Brad. International feature, All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, These are all winners. Um, Have you ever heard (laughs) of this? I'm sorry? Documentary feature, Navalny. Live action short, An Irish Goodbye. Cinematography, James Friend, All Quiet on the Western Front. Makeup and hairstyling, The Whale. Costume design, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Documentary short, The Elephant Whisperers. Animated short, The Boy, The Mole, and The Fox, and The Horse. Production design, all quiet on the Western Front. Music, original score, all quiet on the Western Front. Visual effects, Avatar. The way we, the way of water. Original screenplay, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Adapted screenplay, Women Talking. And last but not least, one Oscar goes to Top Gun: Maverick. Far, guess what? What sound? That's all at one, an Oscar seat. Why? You know, the Oscars they've gotten. Because, see, here's what's interesting. When you get to be rich and famous, when you get to have lots of money, you can't say that, oh, I ate at McDonald's last night. You have to say, oh, I ate it at some crazy weird French restaurant. And the was excellent. And I'm going like, what language are you speaking? What did you eat? Well, somewhere in Clayton. It's toasted toasted whale ears with with a little bit of of snail paste and it has a little bit of fox hindquarters in it. Oh, it was wonderful. It was great.
0: And when you had it, <laughs> you felt like going meep,
1: meep, 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 meep. <laughs> right <laughs> No, you felt like pardon me, but you have a great poop on. See that's the way it's gone with movies. It used to be that, like, Gone with the Wind won because everybody went to see the movie and everybody loved it. You know, and it used to be—that's back in the day. Back in the day—
0: Everybody loves it still, but they've taken it away.
1: No, but but the point being is you've got to be one of these—you know, it's like if you know anybody who's, like, really into something. Like, let's say a dude. I know a friend of mine who's super into get, into cigars, Okay. He can talk, and he might as well be speaking a foreign language when he talks. Well, there's this one cigar, and it's the De Fuente de Pucca Puka Puka, Puka. Puka. And I'm going, what? And he's, Oh, it's only available in select. Matter of fact, there's only three of them that have been poured to the United States, and they're worth $10,000 apiece. And one day, I'm going to sit back, I'm going to smoke that $10,000 cigar. Okay, why don't you guy go to Quick Trip and buy a pack of blunts? You know what I mean? Instead of smoking a 10,000 dollar car cigar, why don't you go just p- smoke a pack of blunts that you can buy at Quick Trip for what? A buck 80? I can't
0: believe that you actually just said the word blunt. <laughs> why not? I don't know cuz that's just not how you roll. How, how
1: do you know I, how do you know I don't smoke blunts?
0: Because Brad, you're a choir boy. Shelly? What?
1: Let me tell you a secret. What? I go to the Quickie Mart. I buy myself a pack of blunts. I cut it open. I pull out part of the part of the um, um s- tobacco. I put in dehydrated onions and I sew it back up and I smoke that sucker. Man, it's great. Uh ew. <laughs> It'll get you high. <laughs> Does oh, it? My phone's been binging, binging, bonging. Yeah, um,
0: they're probably just saying, shut the hell up.
1: What in the world? Here. What? Oh, okay, MEMC, MEMC is now Global Wafers Company. Yes, I've been under a rock. I've um. Hold on a minute. Discount, uh, Paul Cook currently says seven accidents highway. People don't know how to drive after time change. That's what it is. M.E.M.C. is now Global Wafers Company. Been under rock, yes. And then she's got this not-too-not-too full-video song, Ramshar. What in the world is this? I have no idea what this is. What's she talking about?
0: Is it like not to be shared on the air?
1: I don't know. Here, let me play a little bit. I won't plug it in. So
0: let you. me just go ahead and play it. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Just in case. Ooh. Wow,
1: that sucks.
0: I'm impressed. <laughs> That's. I, I, I what in the like hell is FOMO that? Because I didn't watch the uh, I, show.
1: I I think I'm being punked. I think the smartest woman in the world is pulling my leg. That can't be the best song of the Oscars. That you can't. That can't be the best song of the Oscars. She's she's pulling my leg. She says it's really good. Watch the video. Uh, okay, maybe it's an acquired taste, and I haven't acquired that taste yet because. It's. It looks like it's a Bollywood kind of song. It looks like two Indian dudes. It was said. I was sad. Lady Gaga lost. So Lady Gaga was nominated for the theme song for. Um, poor old. Poor old. Uh, Top Gun Maverick just got crushed. You know all the. You know I mean see where we go once again. The most popular stuff is the critics. See that's like. I, I like I make fun of people like that, but you know, it's people who are like you know people like that who are like, Oh, I don't go to Schnooks, I go to Straubs. Okay. Nothing gets Straubs. You're talking about Clayton people. You lived in Clayton, right? You know about Straubs, right? Of course I do. Okay, you go to Straub's. You don't go to Schnooks or Deerbergs or heaven forbid when
0: my friend was staying in our basement. Yeah. She brought Strubs home quite frequently actually. Well,
1: you don't go to Schnooks or our Deerburgs, or heaven forbid Aldi, you go to you go our price chopper, whatever it is, you go to Strub's. You know, because it's like, ooh, you know, well, hey, I can buy that same gallon of milk at Schnooks for three dollars less. Yes, but it's not, it's Strubs, it's better. It's just like I told the story. I had a client once. This is a true story. Can I tell the story? Let sure. me let me pick it up the next break. Remind me of the BMW story from my one client who told me this story, okay? And I'm thinking okay. to myself, she is a victim of marketing. And once again, what she said was utter balderdash, but yet she truly believed it because she bought her car at a certain dealership. And this is what she said about that certain dealership. okay? Okay, Okay, it is seven. 40. 46. Hey, baby. Come on, yeah. sit next to me. Oh, yeah. Come on, sit next to come me. Come over here and here, sit on Santa's lap. Here, come <laughs> here, sit next to me. Right. Come here, come here. Come sit right next to you. Yeah, sit down right next to me. Yes, yeah. Okay, okay
0: stop it, Pervy. Sorry. <laughs> Ew. 752.
1: Okay. The smartest woman in the world has some interesting insight into things. She um, does. My computer, Always. my phone is messed up. And hold on and She says, let me get the exact quote here. Well, I tell you what, I gotta wait a minute because my phone's locked up doing something else. Okay, Um, the story I was going to tell was that I had a client that, shall we say, drove nice cars. And she drove BMWs. And one day, she told me the story that she always bought her BMWs at Plasma Motor Company because Plasma Motor Company cars were worth more than other cars. And I said, I said, what? And she says see my bmw i go yeah it's out in the parking lot we're in her office and she says if you bought that exact same car at another car dealer another bmw dealership in st louis it would not be worth as much as my bmw which i bought from plaza motor company and okay so i said to her, this woman serious yes yeah, she was very <laughs> serious and i said so in other words you're telling me if i bought the identical same car the identical same car, same model, same trim, same color. Literally, the cars were indistinguishable. If you looked at the stickers, the stickers were identical. They were actual clone cars. They were the exact same car. You bought yours at Plaza, and I bought mine at Joe's BMW. Yours is going to be worth my, more than mine. Oh, of course, any day of the week. And I'm going like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, and she really believed that. Now. Who knows? She might be right, but I can't, you know, I don't understand, you know, that's, that's the value of marketing. When you have created a brand, like in that case, Plaza, Plaza Motor Company, that's where I buy all my expensive cars. They're right there at Olive and 270. They have the BMWs. They have the Mercedes. They have the, the, the Henways. You know, they have all the expensive cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you're see, funny. That's why here, and I'm telling you this, That's why nobody, but nobody, but nobody buys their their Mercedes from the dealership there on Highway 40 at 94. Because who would say I bought my BMW? I mean, I bought my Mercedes at the BMW dealership in St. Charles. What you bought a you bought a Mercedes in St. Charles? Come on, you go to There's St. There's a
0: Mercedes that's over um over across the street from Research Park.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about that Mercedes dealership. Who who would buy their Mercedes from that when you can buy your Mercedes at Plaza Motor Company? I, mean, I totally like, would. See, so you go to St. Charles County to buy a Hyundai or a Kia. You don't go to St. Charles County to buy a, No, you don't. <laughs> you do. No, you, you don't. You don't go Stop to St. Charles County to buy a, a Mercedes. No! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a Ford? Yeah, you buy a Ford in St. Charles County. Chevy? Yeah, you can buy Chevys. Kias? Yeah, yeah, all day long. Kias and Hyundai's in St. Charles County. But a Mercedes? Never. That's why, think about it for a minute. There's no BMW dealerships in St. Charles County? There's no Land Rover dealerships in St. Charles, Charles County. There's no Mercedes. There's no. Uh, there's no um, um, Rolls Royce dealership, nor Bentley, nor Lamborghini, nor Ferrari, because you don't buy those cars in St. Charles County. You have to go to Chesterfield to buy a Lamborghini or a Range Rover or a Jaguar. No, not available in St. Charles County. And matter of fact, matter of fact, when you go to Franklin County. The only kind of car you can buy in Franklin County is an international harvester car. That's the only car they sell in Franklin County. <laughs> they <It's> are so funny. <laughs> they, sell, they sell three Bold cars. It, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. They sell the international harvester cars. They sell the Massey Ferguson cars, and they sell the Case cars. Those are all the cars that you can buy in Franklin County. In Jefferson County, the only car there is a buckboard. That's the only car you can buy. They don't even have That's cars. That's funny. They don't have, they have cars. A matter of fact, if you go across the river, you know, the only cars you can buy there have bullet holes in them. Those are the only cars you can buy.
0: <laughs> Those are called, um, <laughs> they, you know, it's like a special thing that they have on their car.
1: Gus Beffa. It kind
0: of, you know, it it, it um, aerates the, oh. <laughs> the uh, cabin air.
1: Gus Beffa. You know Gus, who used to be the general manager of Chris Offenberg. Okay. I won't give the details, but Gus's body shop used to get cars from one particular rental company. I think Gus negotiate a contract that whenever any of the cars came in you know like the car rental company whenever they were damaged they were sent out to Chris offenberg and Gus would take me outside and show me the cars that had been involved in crimes and he would pre- proceed to show me how some of the bullet holes were indies and some of the how the bullet holes were outies get what I'm saying <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Some of the bullets went into the car, and some of the bullets came out of the car. So the, words, oh, okay. the cars had been yeah, involved. I'm a little thick. The cars had been involved in like shootings where the people were shooting at the people in the car, and the people in the car were shooting back. And they were like shooting through the doors because they were down below the windows, and they were firing. You know, they were like crutch crunch down, crotch down behind the, the the below the windows, and they were firing back. So there's bullet holes coming in, and there's bullet holes coming out. It's <laughs> a. So this is an innie This is an Audi. This is an. Innie.
0: Is it Audi or Audi?
1: No, Audi. Like you know, like belly buttons. innie and Audi. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about the car.
1: No, Innies and outies Get what I'm saying? Yes, Brad, I do. <laughs> you know. You know what the problem with Shelly is? You know she had a last. She had a crazy night. So many. You know what she did last night? What? That's what happened with the shilling. What does it say? <laughs> turnt. We got turnt last night. Don't you know what turnt means? No. T you... U R N T. T U R N T What? Turnt. You've never heard of turnt before?
0: I haven't. It's uh seven fifty nine.
1: Hold on a minute. Look it up here real quick. It might be <laughs> something nasty. I got to make sure it isn't. Hold on. I can look up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> Seven fifty nine, brother. I know. Hold hold on a minute. T u r n t t u r n t. Turnt is a variation of turn used only to describe when someone is excessively excited or prepared for the current event. It's it's in its entirety. It is commonly because used to turnt up, as in turned up. A real Debbie Downer, party pooper, or lame would be someone who was turnt down. So, get it? Okay. We got turned. Okay. So, it's time for us we to go. Say goodbye, turned. Shelly, real quick. We got two seconds.
0: Uh, see, whatever you do, that, you <laughs> pressurize me. Peace and I fly. God, you blew it.
1: And because of that, hold on, I have to stop this. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold, 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 hold. We're still on the air. You messed me up, okay? It's all your fault, Shelly.
0: I do that. That's my, that's the joy I have.
1: Hold on a minute. It's a perk. Where am I? Hold on. Uh, Where's the top of the hour? Where'd the top of the hour go? Okay. Dude,
0: it we left before it was eight o'clock.
1: I no, we did not. It turned one. You're still. I said, Shelly, you got two seconds. You went 000, one thousand one, one thousand two. You're. I know what well, you're up Well, that's because
0: you pressurized
1: me. I pressurized you. I put the little pressure cooker. I put the little thing on top of your. You yeah. Okay. Now Shh. it's eight o'clock.